Welcome to the Rebel Energy Podcast with me, your host, Jade Ellsbury. I'm a corporate dropout and multiple six-figure online business owner. My mission is to help you get out of the nine-to-five mindset and create a new narrative for moms working from home to gain more freedom, more income, and living your dream life by cultivating your own rebel energy. So grab a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's dig in. Hello, my Rebel Energy listeners. So excited to have you back for episode two. And I'm really excited about this one because I'm going to be sharing a lot of the fears that I hear from women who are wanting to start their virtual assistant business or they're already starting their virtual assistant business, but they have more fears that are popping up once they land their first couple of clients or they're looking to scale their online business. This episode is going to be all about why you are afraid to do the things that you know are going to make you a successful online business owner. So we're going to dig in first of like why you are resisting the difference, a difference in your life, um, a different way of possibly doing things, and also the fear around having to sacrifice something in your life for a bigger goal slash purpose. I know I've talked about this before, but my biggest fear as a virtual assistant was just the fear of failure. And I love asking virtual assistants what their definition of failure actually is. And for me as a new virtual assistant, that was 100% not being able to provide for my family. What if I had an off month? What if I wasn't able to pay my bills? And now as a coach, what I teach my clients is that you do not fail unless you give up. Were there months where I struggled financially? Oh my goodness, yes. Way too many to even count. But I never actually gave up on my bigger dream and my why. Another fear that I hear a lot as well is what will people think? What if they see what I'm doing and they don't understand? And for those people, moms, if you've got a kid in the car and you're listening to this, maybe turn it down for a second. (laughs) But who gives a flying fuck what anyone thinks about what you're doing with your life? You are not harming anyone by starting a virtual assistant business. And those people aren't paying your bills. So they don't have a say in what you are doing to pay your own bills. I remember um, right before I was actually divorced and some people that I knew from my town, my community, who I've known since high school, they were always a-holes, it's fine. (laughs) But they found my business account and were commenting certain things like, hashtag show me your W-2s and all this. They were basically calling me a liar about the money that I was making in my online business. And I looked at that and obviously I just went and blocked them, but I actually took that as a compliment. I was like, oh cool, I've made it. I've got my first set of haters. And guess what? What I learned from that is that they were just actually jealous because of my success. I know it's easier said than done, but when you put your blinders on, you focus on yourself, your business, and what you're doing, 
and you literally block out the noise, it doesn't matter what other people are thinking because I'm happy, my children are happy, my clients are happy, my team is happy, and what I do fulfills me. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Another mindset that I want you to keep in mind as well too is are you going to allow other people to really dictate how you live your life? What is more important to you? Having your financial freedom, freedom with your time, flexibility, or what other people think. And you have to always remember that your why needs to be more important than what other people are going to think about what you do. To this day, in the small town that I live in, people still think, I believe, because I've heard it through the grapevine, that I do an MLM or a pyramid scheme. Hell, I just went to the bank to go get a land loan two weeks ago, and the banker asked me if I was running a Ponzi scheme, which was super, super insulting to me. I said, no, I have an L. Like, everything that you need to know about my business is right in front of you. I have a legitimate business. I have an LLC. I have an S-Corp. And I started to get pissed off. But then I realized that people are very small-minded, especially depending on where they grew up, um, you know, their age, all those different things. They cannot even have an open mind to something bigger than working a nine-to-five for the rest of their life, working a corporate job, the same one for 30 plus years until retirement. They can't think outside the box and that's okay. Being a virtual assistant isn't for everyone, but I'm not going to allow people's rude comments or negative thoughts about what I do get to me because I am extremely happy with where I'm at in life and I've had so much success. If you are ready to have Rebel Energy and launch your virtual assistant business, then head over to basictobookedout.com to get started. So here is your permission slip to block whoever you want from your Instagram business account, from your Facebook. I did this actually. People that, and it, it wasn't even them. It was more about me and my mindset. So if there was a virtual assistant that I was jealous of that had a lot of success and that's where I wanted to be, but maybe on my Instagram feed, they kept popping up, I actually went and blocked those people. And again, it had nothing to do with them. I was genuinely happy for their success. But what I quickly realized that it was taking a toll on my own success in my mindset. And so I went and blocked those people until I was in a good mental space to have them be showing up on my newsfeed. And actually, even with my virtual assistant coach, right? She's technically a competitor. I don't think of her that way, but I never go, if her things pop up, I don't read them. I'll go and like them and support her because I love her and she's where I'm at. Like she's the reason how I got to where I am. However, I also know that if I was to sit and read her posts, or watch her stories, that that would make me doubt myself. And I don't need that. So here's your permission slip to do what is best for you. Put yourself and your mindset first and you will always win. 
another huge fear that virtual assistants have is what if another virtual assistant talked about this topic? I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to be talking about, you know, what this other virtual assistant's talking about. Newsflash, all information in the online space is regurgitated. A lot of the information or strategies that I teach in Rock Salt Academy have actually been taught to me from various coaches. Obviously, I know a very specific process that gets my VA's results based on my experiences as a virtual assistant and also based on my Rock Salt Academy clients' experiences as well. So it's not that, oh, I went and copied this whole program from another coach. But when you are a creator in the online space, you take information that you have learned and create your own process, your own strategy, your own method that is going to work for your specific ideal client. So for example, one of the things I teach at Rock Salt Academy is the 3-2-1 method. That was taught to me from my VA coach. Uh, Melanie Aubert taught my VA coach that. So it's literally been passed down. It works great for my Rock Solid Academy clients. Did Melanie create that method? No, but someone taught her that method. They taught my VA coach that. Now I teach my clients that, and it gets them amazing results. So it's really important that you always stay in your own lane you have your blinders on, and you are putting out viable content for your ideal client. The other piece of creating content that I want you guys to think about is that if you're a virtual assistant, let's say your ideal client is working with fitness coaches, and you see another virtual assistant, and their ideal client is mindset coaches, it does not matter what she's putting out there because her ideal client, which is mindset coaches, are going to be the ones consuming that content. Who's going to be consuming your content? Not other virtual assistants. Hopefully, if you're doing a good job, it's going to be your ideal client, which is fitness coaches. You have absolutely no idea why that VA is sharing the content that she is. So I actually tell my virtual assistants, yes, you can go and follow other people in Rock Salt Academy, but if it really messes with your mindset, don't follow other virtual assistants on Instagram. There's no reason why as virtual assistants that you are following other VAs because that's not your ideal client. The people that you should be focusing on 100% is your ideal client. If you go and look at the people that I follow on Instagram, they are always ideal clients. There's, I think, three or four coaches, my coaches that I've worked with over the years that I follow and then there is, I'm doing the carnivore diet. So there's one carnivore diet coach that I follow, but that literally that one person's the only person that I follow. That is not an ideal client for me on Instagram. That is what my personal, and I don't even get on my personal Instagram. Here's another thing, guys. When I get on social media, I'm always getting on with a purpose. It is way too easy to hop on social media and get lost down a rabbit hole. So what I do is I set my Focus Keeper app, which is at 25 minutes, and that way I can actually look at the end of 25 minutes and be like, wow, I was able to reach out to X amount of people, or I answered 
you know, this many DMs, or I was able to go back through, you know, my last three posts and follow up with those hot leads. Every time you get on social media, it should be with a purpose. Unless you are done and unplugged for the night and you enjoy going and scrolling through TikTok, yes, girl, do your thing. But there's way too much time wasted by endless scrolling. And usually the virtual assistants that end up getting in that rabbit hole and do the scrolling is virtual assistants that do not have an actual strategy in place in order to find and convert their ideal clients. Another fear that I hear that I'm not gonna lie, it makes me chuckle, but I probably shouldn't because that was the exact mindset that I had as a virtual assistant as well. And that is that you are scared to niche down because you feel like that's going to lower your chances of landing a client. That is the biggest myth that I've ever heard in the online space. When you niche down, that actually quadruples your chances of landing a client. So if you are wanting to do, let's say, lead gen and DM management for a holistic health coach, we're gonna go with holistic health coach, okay, for the example, and someone comes to you, they are a fitness coach, and they're needing lead gen and DM management. Are you going to turn them away? Hell to the no, you can still help them. Obviously, you wanna make sure that they have the same characteristics that you're looking for, you know, as in respecting your boundaries, willing to, you know, pay one of your actual packages, all that good stuff. But if you get on a discovery call with them, they need your skill set. It does not matter if they are not your ICA, your ideal client avatar, they're still needing help with what you are great at doing, which is lead gen and DM management. Hell to the yes, you can still work with them. And I always get asked this by my RSA clients. Well, since now I'm working with a fitness coach and not a holistic health coach, should I go do market research with them and pivot? No, you do not need to pivot because with what you're putting out on your Instagram is value for your ideal client. What if somehow a fitness coach stumbled across your profile, they liked what they saw and they wanna work with you, they wanna pay you for your expertise, you are never going to be turning someone away. But when you start to confuse your ideal client is when you're putting out content that is not made for them. So always niche down on either your ideal client or your skill set. But if someone is wanting to pay you for your expertise, you will never have to turn them away. Definitely do not do that. Another fear that I hear from new virtual assistants is that they are afraid to show up as their authentic self. I get that 100%. As you guys know, I am a Christian that cusses. I was also in the military. I've got a potty mouth, okay? And I was so afraid. I thought it was so unprofessional to, you know, go and curse on my stories. Now, do I hop on my Instagram stories and cuss like a sailor and drop the F-bomb every other word? No, I do not. Do I use it a little bit for embellishment sometimes? Yes, I do. That's how I show that I'm passionate. I'm a very passionate person. And so when I first started coaching, you know, I did attract women that were like me, 
but not as many as I do now because I was afraid to share that I was a Christian. What if I offend someone? What if Christians get offended because I said shit? And here's the thing, guys. You cannot please everybody. I know you guys probably know that. We're all adults, but it's impossible to be a different version of yourself to make every single person happy. But what I will say is that now that I show up unapologetically as J. Jessica Ellsbury, the person that I am, I am so much happier with my majority of my current clients because a lot of them are just like me. We've got similar values. We have similar um, morals and instincts and goals and achievements. We're a lot more moms. And again, I still vibe with women even who aren't moms. But I attract women that I actually could be friends with. And I love that. I love having this, and I know it's so cheesy, guys, but this rock solid community where we all get along and we have like-minded values of what we're wanting in our online business as well too. And here's the thing, if I do offend someone, I don't get offended, right? If someone wants to go work with a different coach who is not a Christian, who maybe doesn't cuss, who is not a mom, maybe they're single just like them, that's okay. Because I know that God did not create me to be just like everybody else, right? That's why my podcast name is Rebel Energy. I do what I want, not what society tells me to do or what they want me to be like. And it's based off of the values that were instilled in me. And that's exactly who I wanna attract as well too. Every single week, I have highly motivated women who are ready to go balls out and are ready to get to those big goals in their virtual assistant business. And those are my ideal clients. That is who I want to attract. So if you currently are not showing up 100% as yourself on your Instagram stories, through your content, in your conversations that you're having with people, then I want you to stop and really, really think about who is your ideal client? Who are you wanting to work with? What? And I'm not talking about idol client as in, oh, they're a fitness coach and that's my, my ideal client. So that way they're totally ideal. No, an ideal client is going to be obviously within your niche of who you're wanting to work with, but also they need to have characteristics that you are looking for. For me, I don't want to work with someone who is going to play victim that always has an excuse that I basically have to force to hop on when I went coaching calls and constantly need reminders to show up and do X, Y, Z. No, I want to work with women that are, you know, may need reminders, but majority of the time they're self-motivated. They're putting the excuses aside. They're going to show up and put in the work. So what I want you to do today, I want you to write down what you are scared of. And then next to that, on a piece of paper, I want you to write out what is the worst that's going to happen if XYZ happens. So 
For example, if you are really scared of getting ghosted, what is the worst that's going to happen if you get ghosted? Probably nothing. It may hurt your pride a little bit. Maybe it'll mess with your mindset a little bit. But are you going to lose your house? <laughs> are you going to not be able to put food on the table if you get ghosted? No. There are so many people out there that want to work with you that you just haven't gone in front of yet. Maybe your worst fear is hopping on your Instagram stories, which by the way, is such a legitimate fear. But what is the worst that's gonna happen? No one is going to DM you and say, oh my gosh, Jade, your Instagram story sucked, right? No one's ever DM'd me and criticized my Instagram stories in three years, four years, never. The worst that's gonna happen is that you are going to think that you look like an idiot, right? There's so many times I get in my stories and I'll watch the replay. I'm like, oh my gosh, my hair looks ridiculous. There's something in my tooth. I said, um, too many times. Guys, we're human. Who gives a shit? As long as you're hopping on your stories or giving value, no one is going to think or even probably notice that piece of pepper stuck in your teeth, that you didn't brush your hair that morning, that you have no makeup on, no one cares. At the end of the day, the only person that cares and is overthinking everything is ourselves. So make that list, write out what you're scared of. You guys know that I love to hear feedback from you. Feel free to post that in the free Build a Rock Solid Foundation Facebook group. Send them to me in the DMs. I love hearing from you guys. I would love to walk through whatever fears that you have about starting your virtual assistant business. So keep up the amazing work, virtual assistants. Remember, you are capable, you are worthy, and you are successful. Until next time, my Rebel Energy listeners, love you guys, and I'll talk to you soon. I hope that you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, then please hit subscribe. And remember, you are amazing, you are worthy, and you are capable. Until next time, Rebels.